Perak Aleph, Mishnah Gimel. Chamar Shaloi Bikra. When was a donkey that has not given birth yet? Yolda Shnei Zichar. When he gives birth, and had two Zichar, two males. And you don't know which one is the Bichar, which one was born first. Nozin Tla'echa Lakoin. You give one Tla to the coin, the Pejonim to redeem the Chamar, the Petah Chamar. Shoyechlem Vade Bichar. Because one of them is certainly a Bichar, and that will suffice. Zachar Unikeva. If it gives birth to a Zachar and to a Nikeva, you don't know if the Zachar came out first and it's a Bechar, or the Nikeva came out first and there's no Bechar, because Bechar is only applicable to a Zachar, not to a Nikeva. Mafish Set aside a Tla and keep it for yourself. Mafish Tla put the Bosa Zachar. You set it aside, you redeem the Zachar because there's a Suffolk here, but keep the set for yourself. You don't have to give it to the coin. Why? Because maybe there's no Bechar here at all. And if the coin does want to come and collect it from your hands, the Yisrael will just tell him. You can just tell the coin, prove to me that this Zachar came out first and that it's a real Petah Hamar. Because Hamotz Mechavera all of Araya. Since the coin has no proof, you keep it for yourself. The Isser Inka, there's no prohibition over here. Shafilu Petah Hamar Gomer, because even in the case of a real Petah Hamar, where you redeem with a Seh, where it's a Vadai case, there's no more Kedusha. Not on the Hamar and not on the Seh. As we explained back in the introduction to our Masechta. So you have to redeem it, but there's no more Kedusha on either once the redemption is done. And since in this case the coin can't prove that it's his, you keep the Seth for yourself. The Gemara explains that the town of our Mishnah holds that a Petr Chamar is Aser Bahana, even even when it's alive, uh, meaning before you do the Arifa. And therefore, it's a Chlifta, you have to redeem it, out of doubt, because there's a Suffolk over here, to remove the Kedusha. But once that's done, you can keep the Seth for yourself. Another case, if two donkeys, Shalai Bikr, that have not given birth yet, they give birth now to two Zacharim, meaning each one gives birth to a Zachar, a total of two Zacharim. You have to give two Tla'am, two set, two sheep to the Kawain. You cannot redeem both of them with one Tla. So each donkey has to have its own redemption. Zachar u Nekeva. If you have Sha'acha, so the one gives birth to a Zachar, and one gives birth to a Nekeva. Or, Shnei Zacharim u Nekeva. Sha'acha, one gives birth to a Zachar, and the second one gives birth to a Zachar and a Nekeva. Or, one of them gives birth to two Zacharim, and the second one gives birth to a Nekeva. In this case, Nosin Tla Echad Lakon. You give one Tla to the coin. Why? Because Shari Zachar Echad, one Zachar is certainly a Bechar. But the second one is a Suffolk. Shem maybe came out after the Nekeva, or maybe came out after the Zachar. And therefore, I set aside another Tlat, but that one you keep for yourself, like we explained earlier. Shtei Nekevos v'Zachar, if you have a case of two Nekevos and a Zachar, or Shnei Zacharm, two Zacharm, Ushtei Nekevos, and two Nekevos. So here, since it's a suffix, by each one, maybe the Nekeva came out first, Ain Kan Lekoin Klom. Lekoin receives nothing. In the case of two Nekevos and a Zachar, you set aside a Tla, Behula Asma, you keep it for yourself. And in the case of two Zacharm and two Nekevos, you set aside two Tla'am and you keep them for yourself in order to remove the Kedusha of the Petachamar. But the Kohen receives nothing because he can't prove that any of them belong to him. And according to the Rambam, even a Tla for yourself, there's no need to set it aside. Why? Because there are many Sveikos here. She came by Bishte Nekevos, the Zachar, by the case of two Nekevos and a Zachar, 
maybe Achas, Shema Achas, Yelda maybe one gave birth to two Nekevos, and the second one gave birth to the Zachar. Or, maybe one gave birth to Nekeva, the second one gave birth to Nekeva first, and then afterwards the Zachar. Or, the opposite. So because of all these fakos, you don't even have to set aside the Tla at all. And so in the case of two Zacharim and two Nekevos, there are many fakos. You don't set aside anything, even for yourself, there is no need. However, the Bartanura goes with the first Pshat that he had brought down, and uh, chooses that as the Iker Pshat. And Mishnah Dalit. Achas Bikra. You have one Chamar that already gave birth to its Bichar. The Achas Shalai Bikra. And one Chamar that's not given birth at all yet. The Yodu Shnei Zacharim. Now each one gives birth to a Zachar. And they get mixed up with one another. You don't know which one is the Petah Chamar. No sin Tla Echad Lakon. You give one Tla to the coin Because one of them is Bathe a Bichar. Zachar Unikeva. Now if a Zachar and Nekeva was born. Yodu Shnei Zachar Nekeva. And you don't know which one gave birth to which. We don't know who gave birth to the Zachar. So, if the Chamar that has not given birth yet gave birth to the Zachar, now the Zachar is a Bukhar, or was it the Chamar that already gave birth? And even if it was the Zachar that came out from that Chamar, there is no Bukhar over here because it already gave birth before in the past. So, set aside one Tla, Mafish Tla. Maybe it was the Chamar that never gave birth, gave birth to it, but there's no need to give it to the coin because maybe Shema maybe the Chamar that has not given birth yet gave birth to the Nekeva. And if the coin wants to prove that this Zachar is Taka from the Chamar that has not given birth yet, he's got to bring proof. Since he has no proof, you just set aside the Tla and you keep it for yourself. Now, how do we know that when redeeming the chamar, you use a tla, a sheep? Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, It's explicit. The petr chamar you redeem with a se. Vise is mashma mina kavasim umina izim. Whether a se from the kavasim from the sheep, whether a se from the izim from the goats. So we're going to call a goat a se in this regard. Whether it's a set that's a zachar, whether it's a set that's a nekeva, whether it's big, whether it's small, whether it's a tam, it's got no blemishes, or a balmum, it has blemishes. In all these scenarios, it's kosher to use it to redeem the petr chamar. And you can redeem with it many times. Meaning, if the kohen returns the set to the owner that redeemed his chamar, if the owner has other chamorim that are having their first born, so it could be used multiple times over and over and over again. As long as the coin gives back the set to the owner, if he has a whole you know line of chamorim that are giving birth to their first bichar, uh, you can use that set over and over again for the petah chamor. And lastly, in the case of a tzlet, that a person set aside for a suffolk petah chamor, and he redeemed it. We had learned that he keeps the set for himself. So this set now will enter into the deer, into the pen, with the rest of the kvasim, with the rest of the sheep. But if the hafish behem, it's set aside, maeser behema. And so too, in a case if you have 10 suffolk pitri chamorim, and you set aside 10 tla'im, and they all stay with you, like we learned. So they all enter into the pen, ma'asim kishar behemos, so you take off maeser, like all other behemos. And if you hit for, say you set aside the seh 
for a pitin petachamar vada in a regular case of petachamar, and the set dies before you're able to give it to the coin, nanim bo. You can have enough of it. Meaning the Gemara explains, shall coin nanim, but the coin can have enough of it. Because from the moment that you set it aside, this set who only the Rishus of the coin stands in, in the Rishus of the coin, and if it dies, the coin can have the benefit from it. Even if it dies in the house of the Yisrael, it's the coin's property, like the opinion of the Chamim will, as we'll see later on in Mishnah